Welcome to the Plenty Podcast, a 2021 podcast series for the Uniting Church in Queensland, exploring big questions around discipleship, transforming communities, and our life together. Well, welcome, friends. My name is Scott Guyatt, and joining me today on the podcast are Roxanne Falser Pickett and Gary Bowman. Roxanne and Gary are founders of Freddie Bear Foundation and Freddie Match. We'll come back to the story of that organisation and the Freddie Match website a, a little bit later. Today we're going to be talking about volunteering, about getting involved in your community and making a difference, how that happens, what it looks like, where people go to find the opportunities. And so really delighted to have Roxanne and Gary join me for this conversation. Uh, welcome to you both. Thanks for coming in for a chat. Thank you for having us. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, thank you, Scott. Fantastic. So can I, can I guess we start with the, this kind of broad notion of volunteering? What is, what is volunteering? What are we talking about? What's the state of volunteering in Australia? How much of it happens? Who, you know, just can you give me a little bit of an insight into some of that, um, Roxanne? What's, the, what's your vibe on volunteering in Australia? Yeah, sure. So from, from what we know, um, Australia is, like many countries, has a large number of organisations that rely on volunteers and they extend across charities, you know, not-for-profits more broadly and social enterprises. Yep. Yep. And depending on what statistics you read, there's between 300,000 and 600,000 such organisations. Really? Yeah. That's all, a lot. Absolutely. Yeah. And all of them rely to some extent yeah. on volunteers. Um, and from that, what we estimate is there's probably about 21 million opportunities to volunteer in Australia. And about 14% of those are actually wow. filled. Okay. So there's a large number of organizations who don't have the volunteers that they need yeah, to, yeah. Um, I guess, achieve their mission. So head for what they're heading for. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot, of, um, a lot of debate about, you know, what sectors do volunteer the most and what yeah, areas yeah. And, yeah. and trying to get some, um, some patterns to, to that information to help organizations plan a bit better. But yeah. we generally see um, in the older age range, people who have retired, yeah. Um, a higher percentage of people volunteer their time. Yeah. And um, for younger people, it's often a bit more difficult, a bit more challenging to volunteer, so there tend to be some lower participation rates. Yeah. Um, and then there is a bit of disparity between, I guess, um, capital cities, regional cities, yeah. and then rural and remote really? areas, yeah, yeah. where um, something like probably in a... Um, in a uh, what's the word? A regional city, yep. you might see a slightly higher percentage yep. of people volunteering. So in Townsville or in Mackay or a, That's yep, right. Yep. Um, in a capital city, probably slightly lower. Yep. Um, and then in the rural or remote areas, lower still. Okay. Um, and that's probably based on a number of things, including actual opportunities to volunteer yep. uh, and ways of engaging remotely rather yeah. than yeah. having to drive 200 kilometers yeah. to, yeah. to volunteer, to volunteer in yeah. or something what, exactly. what do we know anything about what drives people to want to volunteer you know what what is it that when you talked about there about you know people in that stage of life around you know early retirement um but what's the what's the motivation do we know much about that I think there's a, a bit of a mix between um, the, the the passion, the interests, mm. uh, the the skill set, the, yeah. the the background. Um, we've tend to we found more um, uh, a personal connection uh, that that people um, often have, uh, you know, a specific uh, friend, relative connected to maybe a particular. Um, uh, condition or yeah, okay. 
circumstances yeah. that that usually yeah. drives or connects that yeah. um, that volunteering. So um, you know we've, well, I mean we've connected and volunteered to things like the Bears of Hope charity that helps yeah. you know people who've suffered uh, you know infant loss. Yeah. Um, that that's that's that generally the the sort of the step that's something very very personal to yeah. you, but. Yeah. Um, but there's also the the or certainly what we're trying to uh, to establish is is to help people with um, you know a particular you know professional background to yeah. get more involved and to you know to be part of this volunteering yeah, um, okay. community that as as Roxanne said that there is you know anywhere between you say about half a million organizations that require. Yeah. volunteers and that extends from the very very large organizations mm. like the uniting church mm. all the way down to the very very small yeah. ones that that really depend on you know the one or two people yeah, yeah. uh you know turning up every week month uh, yeah. and year i was doing a little bit of reading around um there's some spikes in volunteering rates around particular kind of almost change of life stage things. So, you mm. know, the early retirees we talked about that, um, you know, kind of straight out of high school university students, there tends to be a little, you know, and sometimes that's around a particular cause that mm. might be very personal, as you've mentioned. And then another spike that is around the mid, sort of mid 40s, more typically women, and, and tends to be kind of tied to children's activity. So, you know, maybe someone volunteering to be a girl guide leader or, you know, in a school tuck shop or those kinds mm. of things that their family's involved in. But that which kind of connects with what you're saying around, you know, causes that are personal. People volunteer into those opportunities that are very personal to them. Mm. But also when opportunity arises, when that stage of life transition kind of creates that opportunity. Yeah, that's right. And yeah. I think that there's a big opportunity um, that I guess is is missing a bit from what we believe the current offerings are, which is, uh, removing barriers to volunteering and allowing yeah. people to use their genuine skills and yeah, interests okay. because everybody does have a skill yeah. to give. Yeah. You know, it, it can be it can be anything, and people mm. might not immediately think, "Oh, I've really got something to to mm. give to a charity." But, yeah. but truly, everyone does, and yeah. and it's about allowing people to say, "Oh, these are my skills, and yeah. these are the things that I'm broadly interested in. What is out there yeah, for yeah. me?" And a quick you know, entering a few things into yeah, your profile yeah. and then you get matched with things that are really meaningful yeah, for you. Yeah. And I think that that just allows people to broaden the range of activities they might consider yeah. doing. And, you know, like you mentioned about the girl guides or the yeah. school tuck shop, you know, yeah. all fantastically meaningful activities. But if you've got a background in finance yes. and there's somebody who needs help, you know, an animal yeah. charity needs help with their finances yeah, yeah. once mm -hmm. a year, yeah. why not do that as yeah, well to complement the other yeah. things that you do? Yeah. Yeah, so, I, I think um, I think people are just looking for a little bit more. Now, yeah, you know, I think that I'd like to think that in a way that people are starting to want more of, of life than just you know doing the nine to five yeah. job and spending the rest of your time on social media, right? Like I, I hope that <laughs> on the and, couch, yeah, scrolling, or, scrolling, you know, just yeah. watching whatever's on yeah, TV yeah. that you know, and yeah. and actually the fulfillment and enjoyment that yeah. you get from giving. A couple of hours, you know, each week yeah. um, to to a to a, a charity or yeah. an organization is is a great thing, and yeah. and you know that unfortunately there's so much friction associated with that because you just have to search and search and yeah, search yeah. for what it is that you yeah. want to do, and then send off letter after letter to head offices yeah. to get a 
some connection yes. and, yeah. and and then you sort of lost the impetus you yeah. know you've lost that motivation you know so that's that's something I think that certainly he was probably responsible for that 14 percent yeah um, yeah that's you know, an right? statistic that mm. that underutilization of volunteers yeah, um, absolutely yeah. I, I mean I'm recalling that um, a couple of years ago the Uniting Church we took part in a national church life survey and one of the questions that we asked people in that survey was, you know, would you like to be more involved? Would you like to volunteer more or give more time or skills into your local church? And one in six respondents said, yes, I've got more to give. Um, and I think what I took away from that was, you know, purely internally kind of oriented, we've got to find the ways to A, ask the right questions, you know, what what would you like to do, but also create those opportunities or create the opportunities for people to find what they can do. And I guess that's what I'd like to kind of talk about a little bit now. And I mean, I'll start with a, a little story of my uh, my now 19, about to turn 19 year old, who's gone off to university this year. And she started the year kind of saying, I want to, I want to do some volunteering this year. This is, you know, in her own, she's gone off to a new city to be at university and said, oh, look, I want to be involved in some things. So because she's in a university context, there's a you know there's a expo day that she can go to to find all the opportunities to volunteer, but not everybody has an expo day they can get to. So you know where do people find the opportunities? You, I mean, Gary, you just talked about the difficulty of that, and we've talked about people with those perhaps professional expertise. How do people currently find the right opportunity, and what is? And we'll get to kind of here's where I guess we get to Freddie Match and you know the work that the two of you are doing. Yeah, so I think the conventional route is either you make direct contact with an organisation yeah. that interests you hmm. um, or you go through one of the volunteering support services yeah. um, which are broadly under the Volunteering Australia okay. umbrella. So, so that like, that's like a peak body sort of, that's right, so to speak. Yeah. So you've got Volunteering Queensland, Volunteering yeah. Gold Coast. Yeah. Um, and if you go to one of these hmm. websites, you see something like 3,000 opportunities that you've just yeah, got to yeah. sit there and browse just, or filter through. It's that nighttime scrolling through on your phone that's on the right. couch. <laughs> um, oh, which... I'm on Instagram. I should be on Volunteering Australia. <laughs> um, and that's obviously not appealing yeah. necessarily because yeah. Yeah. what you want to do is yeah. say, oh, well, I can do this. What can I do this weekend or yeah, next yeah. week yeah. or, yeah. you know, on a Monday yeah. every so often? Um mm. And that's where I guess Freddie Match comes yeah, in. Yeah. So Freddie Match, the whole aim is that as a volunteer, you come onto the platform, you enter a little bit of information about yourself, including skills and interests. Mm, yeah. um, and then you get recommended opportunities to volunteer that are tailored to you okay. specifically. Yeah. And you can still browse all the other opportunities, but the goal, the goal is that in a few simple steps, you're able to volunteer and you're able to um, to apply directly yep. through Freddie Match, okay. and that supports the organisation as well yep. because yep. then there's not that you know, overhead yep. of staff to manage those opportunities and you know engagement yeah, and yeah. then all of the various steps. So you get to apply directly through Freddie Match, and we manage the application to a certain point, okay. and then once you're matched with the organisation, yep. then off you go and you can start that relationship, um, and that's. Again, we talked about barriers to volunteering and, as you said, there are these kind of peaks in various yeah. life stages when people want to volunteer and it's about helping those people use their time better yeah. and then helping the other people who 
might not want to browse through a thousand opportunities <laughs> to find something that genuinely suits them and can really add value to an organization. I think that's super important because it goes both ways. You know, the volunteers making that time commitment, they're turning up hmm. maybe every week, you know, whatever the frequency, hmm. and they're giving their time. Hmm. And you want to use that time effectively. Yeah. So if they have a particular skill, you know, why not use it to yeah, benefit yeah. the organization? Yeah. And, you know, on the other side, from the organization perspective, it's hard to find volunteers. Yeah. And when you've got one, you want them to stick around. Yeah. So again, just like in any job, right? As yeah. soon as you use somebody's skills and you really engage yeah. them, they're likely to stick around. So, yeah. so yeah. That, I think we're trying to capture that same yeah. um, that same idea. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you make it sound very simple, but it, it strikes <laughs> me that there's probably quite a bit of intelligence built into the the system, I guess, to really help match people's skills, availability, interests with the right organisation and the right opportunity. Um, that that's got a. I mean, we're talking like a you know Netflix style, kind of you know recommending the right thing to you, or you know Airbnb helping you find the right holiday house. Is, is that the kind of level of yeah, that's intelligence right. that's built into the system? Yeah, that's right. So um, we use an algorithm that sits behind the platform and and does that matching for you okay. in the background. Yeah. Um, and you know, just a bit like Netflix, the more that you watch or the more that you engage, yeah. the better those recommendations okay. get. So the system kind of learns from what I'm interested in and yeah. the opportunities I'm... Absolutely, because I okay. think everyone's had the experience with Netflix where you think, yes. <laughs> why, why am I being recommended that? <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's, it's, a similar, it's a similar system. And um, I guess that was, that was my skill to give. Okay. And it comes back to that idea that, yeah. you know, that's my background. I wanted to use my sp specific skills and interests and... Yeah, it's I'm, I'm able to do that by adding this algorithm to Freddie yeah. Match. So um, yeah, I, I work on the assumption that Netflix recommends weird things to me because I share an account with a 16 year old boy. But you know that's another that's another whole that's another whole kind of story. Uh, I, so I now know what he watches on Netflix. Well, Gary's a big fan of Paddington Bear. According yeah, yeah. To I guess uh, yeah. when you share with a two and a half year old toddler, you get the same thing. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, where where can you say a little bit about where the the passion, the drive came from for you guys to fill Freddie Match? I mean, what's the you know what is what's driven you to want to kind of build this connection between volunteers and organizations in this way? Well, um, when when we lost our our our, our son um, Freddie uh, okay. when he was sixteen days, it was very very sudden. Okay. Um, uh, you know, a terrible time, but mm. also filled with um, incredible kindness from mm. everyone. Mm. Really, I mean, incredible support from mm. uh, from friends, from the church, from from family. Mm. Um, uh, you know, when we were, I'd say, recovering. I was, I was not sure if I'd necessarily use the word recovering, but mm. certainly in the few weeks afterwards, uh, Roxanne. Um, wanted to uh to do something to mm. to do some good and to yeah. almost i say pass on the kindness that fair yeah you're yeah. gonna pass on the that's kindness right. that yeah. you know we had felt from uh from people mm. and um and rosanna volunteered previously in the uk um with a number of different organizations uh and then i think um ran into the friction of the, yeah. how challenging it is to find, you know, to to not want to go and 
just fill envelopes or to yeah, yeah. be, uh, you know, it's easier to access the larger charities. And, yeah. um, but there's not a great way of actually yeah. accessing and connecting and feeling like you're actually making some yeah, yeah. help. And I think Rossan said, you know, one morning, uh, if, you know, it'd be great if there was just a, a sort of a recommender, you know, a, a sort of a matching service, yeah. you know, where you could actually, you know, find opportunities that match up with the kind of stuff that you want to do. And I said, well, you know, you're one of the few people that actually has the technical yeah, capabilities okay. to do that yourself. So why not make that your contribution? Yeah. So, I mean, almost in a sense, it sounds like your own experience is exactly the kind of experience you're wanting to provide for other people. The, the, yeah. Where the drive and, the, and a particular skill set is, is aligned with an opportunity. Um, yeah. Is that is that kind of fair? Yeah, that's and right. It certainly sounds like you have an extraordinary skill set, Roxanne, in terms of, you know, what you bring around around the mathematics and the the kind of the smarts behind the system, as well as the, then the drive and the insight to to see the opportunity here. Yeah, Roxanne would be modest. Yeah, yeah she'll I'm, she'll I'm, she'll play it down, but her PhD was about. Um, measuring earthquakes through an extremely complicated equation so oh, we might do another whole <laughs> podcast episode on that because that sounds really interesting to me yeah but um but it is exactly that it was uh you know the stuff that you're great at and the stuff that also you enjoy doing which i think is hmm. extremely important um and that that helps people um uh you know use their time in a more valuable yeah. way but also really importantly as well and this is probably where my background helped is i thought it from an organization's point of view, which yeah. means that you can start getting volunteers, not just generically asking for volunteers, but saying, we want volunteers for X, you know, for really specifically, yeah. Of, yeah okay. And, and you know, the example of the Girl Guides actually is, is a great one that, you know, we, we talked about earlier because, you know, they, they're looking for, they can be more specific and say, we want someone to help us with kayaking every yeah. second week. Yeah. Great. Yeah. I'll sign up for that, you know, immediately. That's exactly what I want to do. Yeah. You know, so the organizations start yeah. to help, you know, they can target the opportunities yeah. much more, you know, specifically and get the people that are yeah. really going to help their organization as well. So yeah. it's a, I mean, that's the, 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 the benefit of the, the, the matching platform, yeah. which is, is Freddie Match. And you think about the volunteers as well that Freddie mm. Match now has on the team and, mm. We have a software developer from Atlassian yep. who's, you know, built the platform okay. in his spare time. Um, we have a couple of Gary's ex-students who, yep. uh, one is very strong on strategy, yep. one is very strong on digital marketing. Yep. You know, we've got a graphic designer and all these people have yeah. got us to where we are today, but yep. by using the things. Using their specific their skills. Their specific skills. Their passions. And yeah. Absolutely. And, and the opportunity. Yeah. yeah. So we've been, we've been fortunate to benefit from our own idea, I guess. That yeah. People do well, want it's to. Good to test these things. Yeah, and see that's right. yeah. <laughs> absolutely. See if yeah. I, I mean, I I really warm to that. It's a couple of things, really. That um, I think you, a couple of times we've used the word friction. You know, that just that barrier, that the stuff that gets in the way or that just slows mm. people down. And if you slow people down long enough, they'll often kind of go, "Ah, oh, it's too hard." So you know, removing the friction, I think we've talked about, but also really that honing in on particular skills. If I'm a motor mechanic or a an accountant or, you know, a strategist mm. or, you know, a nurse or, or a teacher or whatever it might be and I have, you know, wants to use those particular skills, 
as opposed to a you know mm. a general service kind of volunteering where I'm going to flip flip sausages on the school fate barbecue, which yeah. you know is a fun thing to do. Um, yeah. But there might be some particular opportunities. That sounds like you know really what we're talking about. Hmm. What what sorts of organisations you know are you, are you sort of working with? Or Freddie Match is just getting started. Is that right? It's that's right. It's sort of week one almost. Is, it is I, actually. It is okay. actually week one after our launch. Um, okay. So we've built relationships with a number of organisations. Um, so we have uh, well, actually the Girl Guides is one okay. of them. Okay. Oh. Good guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have uh, some local organisations that do transport and community services. Okay. And um, we've connected with one that's very close to our hearts, which is the Ronald McDonald House Charity yep. um, mm-hmm. and Cancer Council also. So we've got a, a bit of a range of organisations yeah. and they're all looking for slightly different things. Yeah. But um, a lot of them are looking for specific um, specific support yeah. and um a lot of them are looking for event-based support, which yeah, again... Okay. Mm, that's right. That's an yeah. important one as well because yeah. that's really difficult to, yeah. to again, get the, the targeted volunteers for just that, you know, yeah. that single event and the even, you know, the, the Melbourne Cup day for the Cancer Council. <laughs> you know, right. things like that, yeah. actually. You know, it's huge, huge yeah. money, um, you know, fundraising opportunities yeah. for, you yeah. know, for these... These, these charities, but yeah. they just need extra help. Yeah, and um, we're, I think, quite interesting, interestingly with coronavirus, mm. we've had that period where um, certainly that traditional volunteering demographic of mm. older volunteers yes. are... Yes, very difficult. Absolutely, yeah. and some organisations just are not allowing them to volunteer yeah. at the moment. Yeah. So then they're trying to rapidly replace them with different yeah. demographics, but yeah. most organisations don't have... A way of easily accessing those volunteers yeah. and so something we've tried to develop is our relationship with local schools and universities yeah. Yeah. Um, and to support those service learning programs at schools yeah. for example and help younger people engage yeah. in volunteering yeah. and that's particularly good for events-based volunteering yeah. because they can turn up and that's right. give their endless enthusiasm and passion for things as, yeah. as young people tend to have yeah. and um, i think there's a little bit of evidence around young people being more driven to event or cause-based kind of yeah. opportunities than long-term, the kind of long-term commitments that you know other generations might be willing to kind of step into. That's yeah, right. I think that's 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 fair, and and uh, yeah, I mean, there's so many, there's some amazing school programs as well that uh, I I was thinking about. I don't think we had anything like that at school when when I was there, but. Yeah. You know, making volunteering almost a required part yeah. of the rec- uh, curriculum, and yeah. and yeah, you know, I, I, I'm I'm sort of uh, solve the problem fractions at a time if that mm. you know if that helps, and mm. if if it's a young person that's going to you know show up for a couple of events who otherwise wouldn't have done, yeah, uh, I'll I'll take that, yeah. you know, Absolutely. any any day of the week, I'll I'll, I'll take an incremental. You know, solution to this 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 massive yeah. um, you know gap in efficiency that we've got. So yeah. uh, so the schools have been you know terrific so yeah, far. Yeah, that's right. I, think, I mean that's a really interesting observation around schools really encouraging that community engagement and volunteering. Um, in I mean it's true right across the country and certainly mm. in our Uniting Church schools that's very true. You know, very actively involved in community mm. and you know think about the schools my own kids have been through in you know high school and the opportunities they've been encouraged to pursue. Um, you know, so if what we're talking about here through Freddie Match then is kind of enabling, removing some of the friction, mm. kind of enabling those opportunities. 
that's a really helpful thing. Yeah, so it's, yeah. I mean, it's interesting to me. You, I guess you, you're kind of wanting to talk to um, two different groups of people here, aren't you? Both those who might be volunteers, those who might have some skills or some time or some, you know, interest or some some motivation, and then the organisations who are looking for the sort of support or you know have those opportunities. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you're wanting to kind of you know talk to both of those groups of people and say. Yeah. Let us let's be Tinder uh, almost. Yeah, right, yeah. Of, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, we shouldn't talk about things like dating apps in a church setting, but hey. So the, um. well, I think that's. I mean, that's an interesting analogy because um, one of the kind of the most famous or the original recommender or matching algorithms came from a dating website, mm. Match.com. Mm. Okay. Um, so it's that's the kind of you know that I think that was actually sort of the history behind yeah. a lot of these things is yeah. matching people. So yeah, yeah you certainly do use that yeah. idea of trying to match yeah, people. Yeah, and that's, that's sort of what we're trying to do is to create a relationship mm. and say, you know what, this person mm. is interested in doing this mm. and is interested in this cause. Mm. And if we help um, you know, them find that organization mm. and create a relationship, mm. if it lasts for, for a few months or a single event or years, then, you know, yeah. then great. It's, it's all part of trying to solve that that problem and help you know fulfill the the purpose of making you know volunteering mm. uh, just a little bit more more efficient. Mm. How, how will you know if you succeed? What's what does I mean? It's, a, it's always an interesting question, mm. isn't it? What does success look like? But what's what's the kind of what's the long term goal for Freddie Match? You know what are, what are we what are we talking about? You're working towards here. So I mean, I, I guess our mission is to try and increase volunteering participation rates. Okay. Yep. So if we if we help one organization find yeah. one volunteer, then I guess That's we've great. achieved that, sure. you know. And yeah. um, But I think... I think you're probably after more than one, yeah. though, right? <laughs> That's right. There's a lot of work to find that one person, <laughs> That's right. that one connection. And I think it's, in a way, for me, the long-term goal is about kind of changing a bit of the mentality mm. about volunteering. Yeah. Not that, you know, I, I don't know really how to put this, but making people see that it's a great activity that you can do at the weekend and mm. let's be honest with the best in the world most people volunteer at the end of it because they want to also feel good about themselves mm. so you can do this for a couple of hours yeah, and a yeah. weekend or as yeah. a once off and feel really good about yourself yeah. mm. and you know what that's fine and you've yeah. given something back and just to make that part of a community and a part of a culture yeah. in most towns and cities I think Australia is, is a great place to do that as well because there is that strong culture of mm. giving back mm. and volunteering and mm. we're just really trying to harness that and yeah. just kind of take it up another level. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and particularly what everyone's been through this year. You know, yeah. you think about coronavirus mm. and it's been a dark year for a yeah. lot of people. It really is. Yeah. And just trying to encourage people to not kind of look inwards yeah. after this but to look outwards and say okay yeah. we're going to get back on our feet by supporting each other mm. and yeah. getting through this together and hey let's do that in a little way through volunteering i think that's i think that's a really important notion the idea of almost lifting people's eyes to the horizon to say you know in challenging times like this we we can so easily be I don't know, we can descend into navel-gazing almost, a kind of mm. a woe is me, I just sit on the couch all day, every day, but actually lifting our eyes to the horizon to say, you know, what is going on in the community that I can contribute to? Yeah. You know, what are the skills that I have, um, you know, in terms of, it's certainly in our, in the organisation I'm a part of, in the Uniting Church, you know, this notion of being a part of transforming communities is, is something that we're really talking a lot about at the moment. Yeah, um, yeah, and, and you know, I think that there's, 
one thing that we're aware of as well is that um, a lot of the organizations that we talk to have great purposes and great mm. causes mm. and are inspiring. And it's almost easy to forget that for, I'm, I'm going to say the majority of people, they don't have that inspiration driving their mm. their nine to five, Monday to Friday, yeah, yeah. right? That, yeah. you know, a lot of people, you know, work for big companies that yeah. are focused on, you know, making, making a profit yeah. Yeah. and, you know, aren't maybe the, the best in the world at treating their employees or, you know, they don't have a particularly satisfying, um, you know, career mm. and being able to volunteer and, and do something really meaningful, you know, with your evenings or with your weekend mm. is, is, is there actually a really great way to, you know, to, to make you enjoy your life a little bit more and to, yeah. you know, feel like you're, you're, you're doing something more important. So, yeah. you know, that's the, you know, that again, to go back to that, that, that word friction again, just yeah. to try to, you know, to remove that friction and, um, and, and give people a, a, a way of, of connecting more easily with something that's ultimately more fulfilling. That's, I mean, it almost feels like a, a beautiful place to finish, but we, we need to just talk a little bit about the mechanics. So Roxanne, if people are, you know, kind of sitting, listening, kind of going, you know what, I've got some skills or I've got some time or, you know, this, how do people kind of pursue the opportunity through Freddie Match to find an opportunity? Um, or how does an organisation, you know, kind of talk with Freddie Match about, you know, helping to find some volunteers? What's the mechanics look like? Sure. So you can visit freddymatch.org. Okay. Um, and as a volunteer, you can sign up yep. and enter a little bit of information about yourself if you choose to. And whilst we're in the initial stages, you can just browse the opportunities and they all have a direct link for you to be able okay. to apply to the organization. Yep. Um, and once we're a little bit further along the journey, then there'll be that matching that functionality. Matching um, yeah. And, but the more information we sort of get about people yeah. to begin with, the more yeah. that helps that progress. And then from the side of the organization, you can just contact us, yep. hello at freddymatch.org, and we'll get back to you and help you uh, on your journey to find volunteers and Again, you can still visit the website and yeah. browse what's there and understand how we try and engage volunteers. Um, but yeah, it's a starting point is to yeah. visit the website and let us know that you're out there and uh, and yeah, help it's, us in on terms our just in terms of the organisations that that you're kind of looking to work with. I, I mean, I'm hearing from what you're saying that that's anything from you know a really little tiny community, you know, maybe doing a meal program in a local community right through to an organisation that, that has a, you know, a statewide or national kind of presence, but that really drives that through volunteerism. And you're happy to chat to, to people right across that That's spectrum. right. Yeah. And, and so our, our kind of motivation is to support all organisations that yep. need volunteers. Yep. You don't have to be a registered charity or okay. um, you can just be a community organisation that needs the support yeah. of volunteers um, and we don't provide any barriers to entry. It's up to the organisation and the volunteer to make the match and yeah. take the relationship forward. Yeah. Um, so we encourage any organisation who needs volunteers yeah. to, to have a chat to us and it's very simple to yeah. get up and running. Yeah. And for yeah. small charities, our service will always be free. So that's an yeah. important thing to say okay. because we believe that the smaller organizations are the ones that probably need the volunteers the most yeah. and really don't have the resources yeah. to, to throw at it. Um, so, yeah. I think that would be a pretty common experience in those small organizations, that, particularly the startup mm. sort of 
you know, someone's right. kind of, you know, yeah. with, a, with a dream and a wing and a prayer trying to kind of get something going. Yeah. 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 And I would yeah. say as well that the small, you know, we have engaged the, the small organizations and the large ones yeah. in almost an equal measure just now. Yeah. And, and okay. as a, a credit to the larger ones and, you know, particularly organizations like Uniting Church as well, the response has been absolutely superb, you know, that, uh, and it's great that the larger um, charities um, are you know as engaged with this purpose because it is a purpose right mm. it's a common purpose that we yeah. share that um, you know then then you know then the smaller ones so right across yeah. the board it's, yeah. it's been so far the support's been tremendous good it's fantastic to chat to both of you um, we do have to have another podcast episode about earthquakes I think was the topic wasn't it that, <laughs> I would love that, that we- <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you very much for for coming in for the chat I want to wish you all the very best with Freddie Match as uh, I think week one, we're just getting started, uh, but also for the conversation more broadly around around the notion of volunteering. And, um, you know, we want to encourage those who are who are kind of listening along to to put some thought into what are the skills, the expertise, the passion, and that, you know, that little bit of time that you have available and um, where could you make a difference in transforming community. Uh, but Roxanne, Gary, thank you for the conversation today. Thank you for having us and for the support Uniting Church is giving us. It's really wonderful. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks very much. Thanks.